Friday, all, and thanks for joining us. This is Episode 7 of Digital Learning Radio. My name is Ashley Gillum, and I'm joined by my colleagues Albert Thomas. Hello. And Catherine Laster. Hello. Today, Catherine will share something to create, I will share something to try, and Albert will share, will share something to experience. Catherine, you're up first. Hello. I hope you've had time this summer to be creative or to make something, but if you're looking for an awesome project, try Joybots. Last month, I saw a tweet and it mentioned hashtag botjoy, and I was like, what is this? The tweet came from Lily Jensby, who has a program after school called Gadget Girls, and she had pictures of these little creatures that the Gadget Girls um, were painting. So I started exploring, and I found this amazing world created by Gary Hirsch, and he's an artist from Portland, and he has an awesome TED Talk about collaboration. And so for one thing, I love the TED Talk because he talks about the importance of collaboration, how to make it more joyful and inspiring. But then he wanted to create a project where people could collaborate. And so he created these little bots. And he has joy bots and love bots and courage bots and kindness bots. And then he wants people to um, share this idea. So there are ideas of first graders creating bravery bots for ambulance drivers to give to children on um, emergency runs. And so I talked to another Region 10 consultant, Stephanie Windling. She's very artistic. I knew she would love this. And so we have created R10 bots. And it's as simple as painting a little domino and passing it along to someone who needs some inspiration. So our bots have been created to inspire collaboration, ideas, um, inspire you to get unplugged. There, we're making a clone bot in case you need to be in two places at once. But this has been so fun and a great creative outlet. Um, we took them to Coffee EDU, and then we actually had a meetup last week and had people around here painting bots. And so be on the lookout for some R10 bots in the neighborhood. And um, I'll link his TED Talk, which is so awesome, and link his video so you can create your own bots. So there you go. It is a fun summer creative project. Awesome. Okay, Ashley, you're up next. I am. So my something to try is Alice Keeler's webcam record Chrome extension. And I have to thank Catherine for sharing this with me last week. And it is really awesome. Um, You can record 30 seconds of video using your webcam. And that video, number one, is automatically saved to Google Drive in a folder. And the link is automatically copied copied to your clipboard. So students can record themselves explaining a concept. Um, Teachers can provide students with video feedback really, really easily. Um, It's available in the Chrome Web Store, and we'll have that link in the show notes. But just a couple of things. Um, You're going to want to change the reminders, I mean, the... um, sharing permissions, excuse me, um, to that folder in Google Drive so that anyone with the link can view to allow others others to view the videos you record. And then you can also change the default recording length. It doesn't have to be 30 seconds, even though that's what, what's recommended, you know, short and sweet, but it can be anywhere from 10 seconds to 90 seconds. So that's going to be something that's going to make feedback um, more streamlined and sharing more easily. I love this. When I found this, I was so excited and saw the potential, and I'm so glad you explored it a little more. I didn't realize that you could change those time settings, so that's very cool. So I made about six videos this weekend (laughs) to use in upcoming sessions. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I think it's a great new tool. Absolutely. And it seems really simple and easy to use. 
All right. So I guess I'm up next. You are. And so I am going to talk about something to experience. And if you have followed um, Flipgrid at all or the hashtag Flipgrid Fever, you know that there is a pretty big event that's coming up in August, on August 10th. They will be doing their Global Bash 2017, where they will be um, pulling. Um, the I guess the tarp off of their new version of Flipgrid that um, we're hoping is going to have a number of new features that it, it's going to make it a even much better tool to be able to use with students to be able to give students a voice. So if you're not familiar with Flipgrid, Flipgrid is a resource that's designed to be able to promote open discussion and really give students a voice using video. Um, and it's a great tool, really simple to be able to use. Um, there are a number of great features that are available within Flipgrid. Um, but this new version will be launched on August 10th. And, it'll, and there are several um, live events that Flipgrid will be hosting um, across um, the world. And there are a few that are even local here in Dallas, um, where we are coming from. Um, and there is one that we want to just kind of point out, and we'll provide links to see where other uh, Flipgrid Global Bashes are happening. The one in Dallas, Fort Worth, will actually take place at the Taco Joint in Richardson. Um, and that, once again, is going to be a... Um, event that is going to be available for you to be able to come out, meet up with other educators, and get an opportunity to be able to see the live stream of um, the new Flipgrid that will be um, released um, on August 10th. So highly encourage you to jump out um, and come and connect with other educators. Uh, once again, we'll provide the links to those um, those different locations of events uh, for you to check out in the show notes. So please do. And quick question for Catherine and Ashley. So I know you both have used Flipgrid. Um, what are some features that you're hoping may be added or maybe some features that you are um, hoping don't go away? Um, I think it is such a very user-friendly platform. Um, just click the big green button and then record. I I hope that that um, interface, just the user interface, mm -hmm. doesn't change much Agreed. because it is just easy to see. I've got 10 responses, mm -hmm. click the button, and once you demo that in a session, teachers just jump on and exactly. they are ready to, mm -hmm. to try that. So just the interface is is so clean. I, I hope that stays, at, you know, like... Um, log in. I mean, I don't want any of that right. for this for this platform. Well, I wish they would make the reply feature free. Oh, right. <laughs> I know. Please. That would be nice. Yeah. So you heard it here first. There's a request um, for free replies. Yes. And uh, so. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah. I was going to. I know I missed the ISTE conversation, but I do have to say that I loved talking to Flipgrid people, mm -hmm. and they are so passionate about just honoring teachers exactly. and just they their responses on social media and you know yay thanks for sharing this and good job and mm -hmm. love that you're using this and creating this community this idea of a live event yes. and and parties it really shows how invested they are in making teachers lives better mm -hmm. and making things easier for everyone to have a student voice. And yeah, so yeah. you're right. Go, go flip grid. So. Definitely. It seems like they are very big on building community. Yes. And so, and I think that they are, they're really focused on making sure 
that teachers have a voice as well and mm-hmm. giving them opportunity to speak into some of the things that I know that they've adjusted to make the tool much easier for teachers and students to be able to use. And so, um, so I definitely applied their efforts there. Um, one of the things that I am, I think would be really interesting. I know that Snapchat is a really um, big tool that a lot of people are using. So it'd be interesting if they were able to put in some type of filtering oh, system yeah. um, inside of the um, Flipgrid. I think that would make it a little, um, a little, a little fun tool to be able to kind of introduce quickly to students and give them some flexibility in there and just kind of crafting their videos and a little bit more control. Um, I always um, enjoy the ability to be able to edit. And I know that that may take away from some of um, kind of the functionality that they've built to make it simple. Um, but I would love to see some type of way to be able to edit your video instead of having to re-record um, from from scratch um, each time there's, there's kind of a mistake. So I think that would be something I would love to see. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So um, that's all I have. So I'll turn it back over to you, Catherine. Okay. So we have several ways for you to connect with us. Be sure to follow us at Dig Learn Radio and join our Facebook group, Digital Learning Radio. You can bookmark tiny.cc slash dlradio, all lowercase, where you can subscribe to the pod and check out the show notes and resources that accompany this episode. In each episode, we want to leave you with a question, conversation starter, or something to think about. In this episode, we talked about a few of our recent finds. So over the next weeks, please share one of your summer discoveries. Share your responses on Twitter and tag at DigLearnRadio. Leave us a review in Apple Podcast or in Google Play Music. Today's episode will conclude our season one and will return in September with new episodes for the start of the school year. Thanks for listening and have a happy weekend.